This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. My latest food section column and those also are published under the name The Whole Dish, celebrates the humble meatball. That was the headline at least. But as I made a point of stating in the column, meatballs aren't necessarily always humble. That is to say casual. They often are in my house, certainly. Old spaghetti meatballs dinner is a family favorite, and it's nice to fall back on. I tend to keep meatballs in the freezer, ready to go for quick weeknight meals. But meatballs also are the little black dress of the culinary world, so to speak. Meaning, you can gussy them up and serve them for all kinds of occasions, including cocktail parties and other fancier celebrations. And my column did share a recipe that I do consider worthy of special occasion fare. It's not your weeknight spaghetti and meatball supper. Meatballs in lemon sauce, albondigas on salsa de limon. That's Spanish, (laughs) or my attempt at Spanish. It's a Spanish recipe from the cookbook One Pot Spanish by Penelope Casas. And it was posted to my blog originally on December 7th, 2016, under the headline, Lemon Saffron Dress Up Meatballs Creamy Sauce. So in addition to the bright lemon, there's a luxury ingredient here, saffron, which imparts just a gorgeous hue to foods and a really subtle, floral, elegant note. This recipe can be found on what I refer to as my blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And the easiest way to find it is to search from the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page under archives and select December 2016 page most of the way down because they're posted in reverse order to find this recipe for meatballs and lemon sauce that I think is a great example of special occasion fare. Certainly going into the season for wild mushrooms in Southern Oregon that'll be coming up here in a month or so, this would be a really, really lovely way to showcase springtime morels. It calls for mushrooms, just any kind of mushrooms, but if it were me, I would make a point to pair these with one of the gourmet mushroom species, specifically morels in the springtime and chanterelles in the fall. That's four ounces of mushrooms. And the other ingredients you'll need for this recipe are six tablespoons dry breadcrumbs, a quarter cup milk, three quarter pound ground veal, three quarter pound ground pork, two eggs plus two egg yolks, and that's a divided use, two tablespoons finely chopped prosciutto, another really elegant ingredient I think that just adds such a great savor, one and a half tablespoons minced fresh thyme leaves or three quarter teaspoon dried herbs, one and a half teaspoons kosher or sea salt plus more to taste, a half a teaspoon freshly ground pepper, five tablespoons minced fresh parsley, and that's a divided use. Three garlic cloves that have been peeled and minced, that's a divided use. Six tablespoons freshly squeezed lemon juice, another divided use. All-purpose flour for dusting the meatballs. 
two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil, a quarter cup finely chopped Mayan onion or another sweet onion variety, three quarter cup chicken broth, three tablespoons dry white wine, and a pinch of crumbled saffron threads. Again, those four ounces mushrooms that have been brushed clean, the stems trimmed, and the caps halved or quartered. You'll handle these maybe a little bit differently if they're morels or chanterelles and they don't have a cap per se. It's important to just leave them as whole as possible. You don't want to really finely chop the more expensive gourmet varieties of mushrooms in particular. You want people to know what they are. And I think half the appeal is in their texture as well. And chicken broth or water is needed to finish this recipe. To prepare the meatballs, combine in a large bowl the six tablespoons dry breadcrumbs with a quarter cup milk. Gently mix in the three quarter pound each ground veal and pork, the two eggs, and two tablespoons of the chopped fresh parsley, along with the two tablespoons finely chopped prosciutto and the one and a half tablespoons of minced fresh thyme leaves. Add in the one and a half teaspoons kosher or sea salt, the half teaspoon freshly ground pepper, two of the peeled and minced garlic cloves, and three tablespoons of the freshly squeezed lemon juice. Shape the mixture into half-inch meatballs and dust them with the flour. Now, a word on shaping the meatballs. I mentioned this technique in my column. I did go into some detail about using what I refer to, and I've heard other cooks refer to, as the claw which means you form your hand into the shape of a claw with your fingers sort of like protruding down into the meat mixture. And you are gently like raking your fingers through the meat mixture to distribute all the ingredients and keep it nice and light without compacting it. If you find yourself feeling the urge to use the heel of your hand to knead this like bread dough, stop take a breath. (laughs) Remember this meat does not need to be manhandled and gently use your fingers to bring the ingredients on the bottom of the bowl up to the top, sort of turn the meat over and distribute those ingredients again with your fingertips. And then as you're forming the meatball, you don't need to like squeeze it and strangle it in between your fingers and your palms. Just very gently roll it. If you've never made meatballs before, you'll get the hang of it. You want this mixture to sort of just hold together again, which makes a light, moist meatball. So preparing the sauce starts by sauteing the meatballs, and you're gonna deglaze those drippings from the pan to make the sauce in the pan. Start by heating the two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil in a shallow flame-proof casserole over medium-high heat and saute the meatballs until they're brown on all sides. Add the quarter cup finely chopped onion and saute until softened. Stir in the three quarter cup chicken broth and three tablespoons dry white wine. Bring to a boil over high heat. Cover and simmer for 40 minutes. While that's simmering, mash in a mortar and pestle or with the flat side of a large chef's knife on a cutting board, two tablespoons of the chopped fresh parsley with the remaining peeled and minced garlic clove, the pinch of crumbled saffron threads, and a pinch of salt. 
You can use a mortar and pestle, of course, for this to bring it together pretty easily. But again, if you sort of use your knife blade to chop and then use the flat side of the blade to just sort of like smear and like scrape all this together, you can accomplish it without a mortar and pestle. You also could process it in a mini food processor, but I just feel like washing those little appliances is hardly worth it for such a small quantity of ingredients like this. And I love just the tactile sensation and experiencing all those aromas as these ingredients, garlic and parsley and saffron all come together. After the meatballs have finished cooking through, transfer them to a warm plate and keep warm. Strain the sauce through a fine sieve into another container. Don't let it go down the drain like some people do. I think you only make that mistake once and then you ask yourself, what was I doing to not put a container under the sieve? Press on the solids with the back of a metal soup ladle to extract as much liquid as possible and return the sauce to the casserole. Add the mushrooms, that's four ounces that have been brushed clean, the stems trimmed and the caps halved or quartered. Whatever you need to do to make the mushrooms kind of a similar size to the meatballs, I think is what you're going for here. Add the mixture from the mortar and pestle or your cutting board, that parsley, garlic, saffron mixture, and the remaining three tablespoons freshly squeezed lemon juice. Whisk the two egg yolks with a little of the hot sauce from the pan. You're just dribbling in some of the hot liquid to temper the egg yolks. You don't want them to go straight into the sauce where they would scramble. I like to make extra sure when I do this step that I, I know these eggs are tempered. So I repeat this process a couple of times. You just dribble in about a tablespoon at a time, whisking hot sauce into the eggs, another tablespoon of hot sauce, keep whisking. And then eventually, after doing that three times, maybe even four times, <laughs> sort of get a little OCD with this step sometimes, pour that egg mixture into the entire batch of sauce in the pan, or it's also referred to as a casserole here cook over low heat. It's very important that this doesn't come up too high, which can also cause the eggs to scramble, stirring continuously until it's thickened. You absolutely do not want this to come to a boil. If the sauce seems too thick, you can add a little bit more chicken broth or water. It may not need any additional liquid. Then return the meatballs to the sauce and just simmer gently for one minute. Serve straight from the casserole, sprinkled with the remaining tablespoon, freshly chopped parsley leaves. And that is meatballs and lemon sauce, albondigas on salsa de limon, from One Pot Spanish by Penelope Casas. And it was posted to my blog, The Whole Dish, the archives of which can be found at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food under the headline lemon saffron dress up meatballs creamy sauce from December 7th 2016 that also ran in my most recent column in the Mail Tribune food section and that was published March 10th under the headline celebrate the humble meatball you'll find that there along with recipes for lamb meatballs and yogurt sauce and Another cream-sauced classic recipe for Swedish meatballs. 
Find that in my most recent blog posts at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.